Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Today is our special guest day, where we will hear from a friend of the ministry who will share their insight and stories on truth in this chaotic world. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, everybody. This is Guest Thursday, and uh, today we have very special guest, uh, our great friends, uh, Melissa. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Dave's there, too. And Dave, and Dave. <laughs> Melissa and her husband, uh, yes. Dave Dunkel, Dave and Melissa Dunkel, and uh, uh, you have a beautiful backdrop. Where exactly are you guys? We are uh, sitting in our place up in New Hampshire um, and enjoying the summer up here. Um, we fled the sweltering heat and humidity of Tampa um, geez, well, a couple of weeks ago now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, came up here to the mountains to uh, enjoy our time up here. We've got kids up here, grandkids here. We've got the dogs up here. So uh, we're just enjoying it. This is... Uh, Weather's uh, a little uh, bit nicer too, right? <laughs> yeah, it's actually a little warm today, but uh, we'll probably head down to the lake and uh, the dogs nice. go swimming and, um, you know, just running around. So uh, it's actually a, a great time. We've enjoyed it. Uh, we've gone out and uh, done walks and stuff. The bugs are a little bit uh, heavy so far this summer, mm. though. So um, we're hoping that uh, that they'll vanish soon. Um, but uh, it's it's been great. We've enjoyed our time up here. Do you still uh, have the boat out on the uh, on Golden Pond? Yeah, um, we went on. We took uh, the grandkids out, um, mm. and uh, we have a tube that we pull behind it. And so, <laughs> um, last year um, they call me Bidu. Bidu shanked it and started too soon, buried the nose of it, and they all oh, got no. They would not get back on the tube <laughs> until until I offered financial incentives. So um, Reese, uh, who's the adventurous youngest one, I said, Reese, if I give you $5, will you get on the tube? She looks at me and goes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she got on the tube and older brother Walt, uh, for the same deal, five bucks, got on the tube too. So, uh, and then you they regained their it. trust. <laughs> yeah, I was very careful to not dump them this time. Um, and then there's a jumping rock that would go off, and they wouldn't do that either. So I had to up the ante and put another five bucks a piece in there. <laughs> so um, they wouldn't wait either until we got back to the dock. They needed their $10 right there on the spot. So I paid up, and, um, and summer's off to a good start. That's awesome. I'm going to have to, uh, when I see them, I have to teach them uh, negotiation because I, I, I said, man, <laughs> you could you could have raised the stakes in Opa and he, or uh, through Grandpa and he would have he would have paid off. <laughs> yeah. Well, you Walt got leverage. Walt was trying to get me to twenty, but 20. Um, Come on. held firm. And Go then on. he tried to get me for every time he jumped off yeah. the rock. He said five dollars <laughs> for every time. I said no. It was a one-time deal. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. Oh, that's that's uh, beautiful. And um, so you guys are up in New Hampshire for the most of the summer, right? Yeah, we'll be here. Um, uh, we've got several activities. I've got uh, K Force board meeting starts next week. Uh, C twelve board meeting coming right after that. 
Um, and then we got a couple weeks off, and uh, so we'll both be going back to Tampa. Melissa's got her uh, a National Pediatric Cancer Foundation. They've got meetings and things that she's got to go back for. I got a couple things I got to go back for, including the C12 meeting. And then we'll come back up, and we have a young adult retreat, which is a follow-on to the one that we did last year. Um, and so we can talk about that in a little bit. So we've got, I don't know how many folks we have. 10, 10, 15 yeah. people coming up oh, for that. Fun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we have a couple folks that are uh, coming. Rick Ferris's group down in Rhode Island has got somebody. And I think Scott may trust us with his son. We're not sure. Scott, Scott and Kristen Cornell. <laughs> um, so we've got a couple spots left. Um, and so then right after that, we've got the dinner that we're doing, uh, which Kathy and Dan have been a part of the plan yeah. for uh, his mansion and Lydia's house, which you guys had Teresa on as a guest. Um, the fireball Teresa. Um, she is so something, right? <laughs> she is a pistol. She is a pistol. Yeah. Um, so we've got that dinner for uh, Labor Day Friday night. And then we have the Woodsy Stock uh, Festival day after that. Um, and then we get a break. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll be uh, get to relax a little bit. And Melissa, yeah. I know that you um, uh, you do uh, fundraising for your foundation. Uh, talk a little bit about that. I know recently because I actually got to see I didn't get to see you there uh, in the video, but I watched ESPN and it was on ESPN uh, with with Tom Brady. So tell us a little bit about that and, and what your experience was like uh, with uh, with him joining you with his uh, new hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the really short version is, is uh, 30 years ago, myself and another mom started a foundation that raises money for pediatric cancer research when our daughters had the disease. And um, so way back then, I did a whole lot more fundraising than I do now. Um, we actually just kind of participated in an event called Cut for a Cure, where uh, professional athletes will shave their heads and or color their hair if they don't actually want to shave their head to raise money for mm -hmm. research of course and awareness is really the the beautiful thing with uh teams like the buccaneers and of course tom brady so um so the the buccaneers are been just amazing our hometown team they just jumped in you know raised i think one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. oh that's and, amazing um, yeah, Tom Brady was just a trooper. He was in there, you know, the kids were just messing with him and coloring his hair and just, it was just Aww. a feel good event all the way around. So have a lot of um, fundraising experience, I guess, over the years and a variety of levels. So that was kind of how the dinner evolved is maybe I could use some of that to, to help some of the nonprofits up here. So yeah. Yeah. How, the, how the was the matter is that Tom just wanted to meet Melissa? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, uh, so I was watching him very closely to make sure that he behaved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, was, he was great. Yeah. Was well, Dave, it was did, cool Dave watching did, the little kids doing it too. The did you, uh, Dave, great. did you ask uh, Tom to bring, you know, his wife? Uh, Giselle. No, Giselle, for some strange reason, Giselle didn't want to meet me. I don't understand why. <laughs> Probably you exercising invite Tom, good You should invite Tom and Giselle to the Woodsy Stock dinner, right? <laughs> well, there you go. We'll see if we show that. That's he's actually a little busy that week. Yeah, that's season. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, he's probably not going to make <laughs> He may have a game to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's hope. What was, uh, what was he like, Melissa? How was, how was it with him? 
you know, he, I honestly really didn't interact with him too, too much, but the, he was just fabulous with the children. He was just genuine. He was real. And, and, and he, he wasn't just there to be there. He was there mm. because his heart was in the right place. And oh, that's cared. nice. Like you could just tell like the way he conducted himself that yeah. he was all in. So yeah, yeah was, you could see the genuineness in him. Um, and the fun that he had with his other teammates because he was doing mm. the other teammates. They were shaving their heads and spray painting them and doing all kinds of stuff. And he was over there helping them out um, and having fun with them. And then when the kids came in, he really gave them the attention and mm. uh, signing autographs and whatnot. I mean, real genuine person. It wasn't uh, forced at all. Um, That's great. You can see why he's the leader that he is um and why people and the, the teammates respond to him the way that they do mm -hmm. um he just loves it he's just a really cool guy yeah that's we, great uh, really I, important question did he shave his head or did he have his hair colored he had it colored okay <laughs> of course. it's just like spray color that would have been that would have made too too much of the news right yeah, <laughs> yeah we attended a uh, fundraiser here in denver with um uh peyton manning was there and mm. uh i had linda and aiden <laughs> first of all he was super nice and he spent quite a bit of time talking to us including with Aiden and Linda. Oh that's great. Linda Lucy Ricardo. He was probably entertained by Lucy Linda. Ricardo got got Peyton Manning laughing you know and it was it was, it was pretty <laughs> funny so and it was just it's really fun when, they, when guys at that level of skill actually you know have a desire to be personable and friendly and mm -hmm. and, and, and and you can tell it wasn't fake you know they just they actually think that way so it's, it's kind of cool. Well, yeah, you can um, see the authenticity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you guys uh, are in your second year of marriage. Maybe we could talk briefly about third year. Is this your third year now? Yeah. They, they celebrated two. anniversary number two, two right? Three. Going into yeah. three. Okay. Um, the good news for me is that Melissa had a one-year guarantee, um, <laughs> and she didn't cash it in. So she got to the end of the year and tore up the receipt. I still have it. <laughs> well, hey, Melissa, you, you've already found out that he's, uh, you know, he's willing to pay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. So, what's uh, how's it been going now in your third year, and, and um, how's your walk with God going as you process that as a couple? And you know, it's any couple coming together has to walk together. So, how's that going? Yeah, I would say that um, we've made a lot of progress. You know, it's uh, unity um, isn't an event; it's a it's a practice, it's a lifestyle. So mm -hmm. we've put in a lot of effort and gotten a lot better. Um, you know, I, I would say we still got a long way to go, but uh, you know, we both were used to living independent lives and uh, just making decisions. You know, like buying RVs and stuff, right, mm -hmm. honey? Yes. <laughs> um, but the good news is that uh, we know that. The first fruit of abiding is forgiveness, and mm -hmm. uh, we've been putting forgiveness into practice. Um, but it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, actually. We've processed out uh, life changes, uh, difficulties, challenges, uh, life events. You know, all kinds of stuff that's happened, and uh, we've done it together. Um, and I would say that for me personally, um, I. I grateful because I never knew that I could have 
mm-hmm. a wife in this kind of relationship. I'm finally getting a glimpse of what God intended marriage to be and to have a wife like Melissa's been to me. So it's been awesome. Mm, beautiful. Unfortunately, <laughs> my brother said to me, I, we saw my brother recently and his wife, and he said, uh, said boy we really like melissa you did really good this time i said yeah unfortunately she didn't (laughs) i beg to differ no i I would agree with dave that you know when you're used to just you know running a company and making you know calling the shots there and you know really just flying solo that it's it's hard it's you just really don't even understand what unity is supposed to look like let alone Mm. be able to just automatically throw it into practice it's not intuitive necessarily it just takes time and work really and focus and holding each other accountable like hey you know not being afraid to throw it out there and say you missed the mark and then or agreeing that you did miss the mark you know and yeah so what's been the number one way of how you guys have shifted that because that is a completely different thing and you know you're both very successful independent people and so what what like hard practices kind of disciplines have you had to put in that have that are helping you to to really reprioritize that and restructure probably just that we sit down once a week and really make a a time to do Mm -hmm. that so that's good if if there's a conflict previously in the week by by Tuesday we've calmed down and have had a chance to think about it <laughs> just sort of you know politely lay it out there in a way that's not um, antagonistic or hurtful but can no, just good you know really process it through and just think about you know what the issue might be or and 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 I think the other part is just being for both of us being willing to listen to mm. uh, not criticism but just hey you know like to check right to be able to safely communicate with each other yeah 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 yeah. without getting defensive as well as give it yeah which is which is um you know not always easy so what is uh what is processing you say processing what does that look like for you guys um how do you dialogue through and then seek god's will together and then have confirmation that uh, you're, you're you know you feel good about now the answer so when you said uh you take the time which takes time uh what does that look like in terms of processing um specifically for how you guys are doing it yeah i think um it's probably a combination of factors um one is just uh the things that are coming up in life you know how do you feel about this you know just uh just simple calendar things i mean the calendar things i think um changed dramatically when melissa sold her business and i stepped Mm -hmm. down as ceo and so we're both in the house and so trying to figure out how we respect each other's space and um we both still have activities that we want to focus on so we do that but um uh, allow ourselves to have space and then when we come together um, we'll talk about something and say, you know, what what are you seeing here? Uh, how are you feeling about this? Uh, would you like to do this? Um, or something comes up that uh, is something we got to deal with right then and there. And um, the good thing about being in the house, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time discipling people, and so Melissa gets to hear some of that, and she's actually going to start doing that this fall with some of the women in the church, but. 
um, she actually has input and insights um, as we're doing that. I've been doing experiencing God with people, abiding. Mm -hmm. um, and so having the opportunity to have someone listening and um, a great example, uh, we had one of the guys that I've been discipling who had cancer and I'd shared the story before. And uh, he had um, gone through, he actually had a supernatural healing of uh, part of the cancer that he had. And then they found another uh, cancer. What, did, what was it uh, called that, you know what it was? The, the craft mutation? Yeah, the craft mm -hmm. mutation. And so um, I was actually on a uh, experiencing God call with somebody, a discipling call. I get a text, I need to talk with you right away. And mm -hmm. so Melissa was there and I said, well, you know, let me, get, let me call you right back. So I got on the phone with them. And he said, I've got a question about this, and we're trying to discern God's will about where to go mm. for treatment. Which for, clinical trial. Yeah, which yeah. clinical trial, where mm. to go. Mm -hmm. So the two of us were going back, and Melissa and I were going back and forth with him and asking questions. And she remembered a conversation that we had been mm. having um, about a guy that we had talked to, uh, talked about possibly being a part of her foundation and awarding a grant. So. She said, I, I remember this trial. So she went online and found out that actually he was the guy that was running this trial. Mm. And so, um, I mean, it was just this really cool thing how God brought Melissa and I together to speak into it, to give him an answer through circumstances, the word and, um, and him coming to us. And um, his wife then, uh, they both called us back. Actually, we called them back after we been, and said, look, we found this is it. You need to go to Virginia Cancer Institute. This is where that, um, that we believe that God saying you should go. So be praying about that. They received confirmation, went in, and you had to be accepted into the program. I think they had one more uh, opening, and he was accepted in right away. And so awesome. I actually was able to connect them with the person and, and Melissa's uh, actually going to be working with them as a judge for one of the grants that they're doing. So it's just this really cool thing, how the two of us got to experience a supernatural thing of God and doing it together to bless another person. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. I yeah. love that. As you, uh, you know, I know you teach this, um, put some feet to that relative to the ask, seek and knock process of coming to understanding and, and uh, uh, something actually we talked about this morning in our leader call was uh, pursuing truth that leads you to God's will. So kind of kind of frame that up so everybody can understand exactly how you went about that, that, that resulted in God's answer, which is miraculous. <clears throat> yeah, it was, um, um, it all actually all started um, 10, 12 years ago where this guy uh, we had acquired their firm and I had been bearing witness to him. He wasn't a believer. And I had mm. given him a Bible and <laughs> I put like $20 in it and he kept it. Again, I should have given the 20 to Walt. Yeah. <laughs> he kept it. And um, I learned um, about a year ago that he had developed cancer. Um, and God said, now is the acceptable time. Mm. And so I reached out to him and I said, Don, would love to talk to you. I heard about what's going on. Um, and uh, would you be open to talking to me about it? So I got on the phone with them and said, you know, what, where are you in your walk with God and your faith? Long story short, ended up um, as a result of that, leading him to the Lord. He had this supernatural experience as a result of it. 
And, um, you know, Rich, you always teach, it doesn't matter where you are in your maturity level, like right. God will get to you. Right. I mean, I saw God speaking to him and him receiving things, you know, that I haven't seen with a person who's been walking with it for 10 years. Right, right, That's right. awesome. And so he's just receiving all this stuff and asking all these questions. And, you know, it was just, it was a thrill. I mean, I just get goosebumps even now thinking about how cool God is that he just went right away to him. Mm. And so he built this, um, this relationship with us in the process. And because of Melissa's experience with cancer, you know, and I don't know anything about it, but she knew all about it. She knew how to find mm. clinical trials online. She knew how to find the, uh, the drug companies that were doing it, the research and all of it. And so while Don and I were going through this, Melissa was doing the research. And so she was asking questions and um, we were literally praying with him about what's the best place to go. Is it Johns Hopkins, is it Virginia Cancer Institute? And while we were doing that, Melissa goes, there's something here, there's something here. And that's when she remembered, oh, wait a minute. That's, this is the guy, this is the guy that we were talking about. And so we called them back and, and um, it was literally just walking it out together mm. and God using um, the spirit to prompt Melissa to prompt me, go back to Don and his wife. Two of them were praying. They called us back. I made the introduction. Um, and next thing you know, he's in and he's going through the trial now. And mm. so we don't know what the outcome of the treatment will be. Um, but his faith has grown so much as a result of the supernaturally healing he already experienced with one form of cancer um, and how God's been interacting with him. And this is a guy who's been walking with God uh, and been a believer for one year. Mm -hmm. That's so right. beautiful. Yeah. It's just, I think, I think too, you know, he was in the valley and he was ready. And, yeah. you know, probably God had been like tapping him on the shoulder all along. And, mm -hmm. Yeah found the opportunity so yeah and he's just uh he's just thirsty yeah uh yeah. just wants to know and he jumped in and we had the abiding study um online we had like 62 people and i was uh, uh facilitating it online with the cape force in tawanda who uh uh you guys know and and so don was on that and uh just listening to the questions and just always right there always on it lots more going on so um, whether or not uh, he is cured of this mutation, I don't know. I haven't uh, received that, but I do know this, that his eternal destiny is secure mm -hmm. and whatever role I played in that or Melissa played in that, uh, we'll all be rejoicing in eternity to see it. Yeah, yeah. And when the, uh, you know, you described it, it's hard, it's hard to explain it, but Melissa, uh, Dave said that you were, you know, you're involved and you were pursuing it, uh, which you were just seeking. Um, and then all of a sudden you, you said, wait a second, there's, and Dave said, there's something here. Could you, could you help the audience to, you know, describe what does that feel like, look like? And you were willing to kind of, you know, what I call pay attention, mm -hmm. like, huh? And then, and then God said, let me show you what, the, what I'm doing and led you, you know, to what, interesting enough, something that you, you'd been exposed to a whole bunch, you know, a long time ago, and God connects, yeah. connects dots, you know. To, and, I, and I know it's hard to describe that because it's not that easy, And but, you know, what does it felt like, look like, that you actually said, I'm going to pay attention to this? Well, in terms of the asks, he can knock, you know, I think when you're dealing with people that are 
in such a you know a tough spot right yeah like i just always find it helpful to be really just logical and try and remove all of the emotion and ask ask the questions right. you know about this trial versus that trial just to see where they are yeah because you want to be really careful uh, you know about saying well this is what i think yeah. you know don't <laughs> right. want to do that mm -hmm. so you right. just ask like where they are right and try and glean as much information as you can and then you know as they were talking i began to sort of seek knowledge just online looking as dave said at you know the different clinical trials and um who was running them who was behind him what was it a an established um, drug already? Is it just a compound that they're testing? Like, what were the details of it? And um, the one that was in Virginia was, in fact, a biotech company. Um, it wasn't actually a drug yet. Um, and so it was, you know, like a phase one clinical trial where they're just phase one, two, where they're just trying mm -hmm. to yeah. establish dose toxicity and see, you know, what can happen with this drug, what the possibilities are. And so um, just digesting it all and um, we kind of ended the call and and like something was just nagging at me after mm -hmm. we hung up and I went online and I was like, oh my gosh, I know this guy. <laughs> and I said to Dave, what was the name of that guy? And um, he, he and I and he couldn't remember and I said was it and he's like yeah that's him <laughs> and and literally what it felt like was all the hair on my arms stood up like I, and I, I love just, it I tingled from one end to the other like it was crazy the coincidence and so I said you got to call him back you got to call him back and so yeah that was just it was one of those spirit moment divine mm -hmm. moments because we both were like whoa and how yeah. god had just prompted her and all of a sudden it's like here it is it's right in front mm -hmm. of you yeah it was it was pretty crazy but it, the cool thing is rich and you always teach us is it wasn't just one thing or the other he actually will take what we already know right and mm -hmm. experience and and physical knowledge and experience that we've had and combine it with the spirit leading to get us to the answer. Mm -hmm. Really yeah. cool. That that was fun. And I got to do it with the girls. So that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, and we had a common experience together. Yeah. And the you know and again when you look at Ask Seek and Knock, um, it's you know, in a sense God's gotta get you onto the right place and he has to right. connect things together. And our our goal would be you know, well, God just tell us what he should do. <laughs> and he just said, well, you, you know, walk with me and I'll start connecting some dots. And then all of a sudden, mm -hmm. you know, and think of God knew this literally, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago when Melissa was doing her stuff is that, well, I'm going to use this specific thing mm -hmm. for this guy. And I got to get that guy to you and you to process and then you to think about, oh, yeah, by the way, and got connected the dot and got him to the right spot by you. Well, you and just... even connecting the dot of putting Dave and Melissa together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, right. the fact that Dave had started this relationship with this guy years before and then for it to come full circle, but this didn't occur until Melissa was in his life. Right. Yeah, you God know, had a lot of work to do. <laughs> uh, that's a lot. Well, there's a lot yeah, of I mean, dot connecting there. There was uh, one other little piece of it, too, um, because a lot of times we pray healing. You know, mm -hmm. oh Lord, please heal. Oh right. Lord, please right. heal. Oh Lord, please heal. One of the things that God showed me was um, 
why are you praying healing when this person is an unbeliever and doesn't know me? Mm. <laughs> you need to be praying for him to come to salvation. Right. Um, which is healing. far more important than the healing. And the healing can follow on the salvation, but the mm -hmm. more important thing is their eternal destiny. And that changed my view of all of this. All, my first question, and Rich and I have talked about it on some of our seats wall calls, where are they in their walk with God? Right. Mm -hmm. right? So that's um, far more important um, in order for us to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. And as we, um, you know, think of, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll catch up uh, this next session with you guys about this, but God's always working the bigger story. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with what you guys, we want to talk to you on the next, next uh, session, we'll show up a week later, would be, you guys are at the middle and the beginning of, uh, and part of a big time, bigger story was going on in New mm -hmm. Hampshire. And, yeah. you know, and Dave, we can do, maybe when we uh, do this next session, you can do a brief slight history of even how you wound up with this property. And, oh, and, and then the things that you and I have been involved in now for many, many years, and all of a sudden, there's this amazing work of God going on. Um, and actually, it's, it's it's stimulated by your faithfulness. And now Melissa's joined that. And now, probably God was waiting for Melissa to come. <laughs> okay. No question about it. Okay. Now, now we can get now somewhere. You know, now this. we can get somewhere. Uh, but we wanted. Dave I want, can't do it on his own. Um, <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to spend the next session talking about uh, the New Hampshire opportunity and mm -hmm. a tremendous things that are happening with God and, and what you're doing to help raise money for various ministries there. We can talk a little bit about it. We had one of them, which is uh, Lydia's house. We had uh, uh, Teresa, <laughs> Teresa and, um, oh, yeah. and uh, all, all uh, Kathy, and I, all Kathy and I would just say, well, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Thir <laughs> just 30 minutes later okay good thanks you know <laughs> yeah, the, the cool thing about what's going on in new hampshire it started with you yeah because hmm. i went on the retreat with you and we were going through the week-long retreat and i said you know we can use new hampshire for these yeah that's right because it's perfect for that yeah, it's perfect and mm -hmm. i came to you and you said well let's talk about that and we all, we looked at it and that started this whole process years ago and now here we are i don't know what 10 years of uh retreats that we've done abiding and now follow-on retreats and uh, mm -hmm. uh how many lives have been impacted oh, and it amazing. started with it started with you yeah it that's started right. that's, that's right. first retreat yeah and we're not uh the one thing that we aren't, we're not stupid. We do it in the peak season of fall. <laughs> Everybody wants to come. So that's not a problem, having people come. No problem, you know. So Yeah, by the way, Melissa and I drove to Kankamangas. Uh, uh, yes, it was a Tuesday. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, you know, she goes, uh, uh, the only places I've been here are like Walmart and uh, Walter's basement. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, yeah. I took her so to Portsmouth. Her, <laughs> her Portsmouth. So I said, oh, yeah, so maybe you want to see some of the beautiful parts. So we went up there and I said, she goes, I said, this is where Rich and Linda go in the fall. And they're yeah. driving along the Kankamangas. Yeah, of course, right. in the summer it was beautiful as well. Yeah, we just had a yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you uh, for sharing uh uh, that great story and uh, you're walking together. What a great testimony, great joy. We can see it in you. And uh, it's uh, wonderful that you guys are married, enjoying married life, and that uh, you're going to have uh, an exceptional time coming up. And uh, we'll, we'll pick it up this next session. I want get, to get into this bigger story that's going on that you're right at the mm -hmm. center of. 
uh, in New Hampshire, and uh, we would uh, like you to share this. So thank you so much for uh, sharing your story. We love you guys, and uh, we'll look forward to it. Father, we just uh, praise you and thank you for uh, what you've been doing in David and Melissa's life and just the joy you're giving to them uh, alone, the covenant life that they get to enjoy, and then they're giving it away. And may we rejoice at that, and may we hear more about uh, what you're up to and their privilege of joining you in that work. And we thank you now in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you for joining us, guys, and thanks for joining us, everyone. Be sure to tune in next Thursday to hear part two with Dave and Melissa, because there are a lot of amazing things going on in New Hampshire that you will want to hear about and pray into for sure. Yep. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. With End Times Friday. End Times Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.